and I think they and their kind are our future. Some paid the ultimate price for their efforts. Richard Ellis taught me to fly, or tried to. Alex Ritchie, a brilliant engineer, and Steve Fawcett, an aviation pioneer, were friends. Fumio Nima was a gallant and charming rival as we strove to balloon across the Pacific. In 2006, I climbed aboard an English Electric Lightning supersonic jet with the South African pilot Dave Stock. We were attempting to break the world vertical speed record, rising from a standstill on the runway to an altitude of 29,000 feet in under 102 seconds. We missed the record by only two seconds, and Dave went on pushing the boundaries. In November 2009, at the Overberg Air Show in South Africa, Dave's lightning failed. Hydraulic malfunction, he announced, cool and professional to the last. I'm bailing out. A second later, he said, I have ejector seat failure. Dave died with his plane as it crashed to the ground. He was in his forties and had two children. Dave and the others were all my inspiration as I assembled this history. In these pages, you will find tales of heroic rescues, of records made and broken, of incredible feats of endurance and survival, including some of my own adventures, as well as developments in the future of air and space travel. It is a story of pioneers, and of course it includes the world-famous Montgolfiers and the Wright brothers, but I also want to describe some of the lesser-known trailblazers, people like Tony Janus, who in 1914 created the first scheduled commercial flight in the world, flying his passengers over the waters of Tampa Bay at an altitude of just 50 feet. The birdman, Leo Valentin, who in the 1950s jumped from 9,000 feet with wooden wings attached to his shoulders, and my friend Steve Fawcett, who dedicated his life to breaking records and having adventures. This is their story. It is also, in a small way, my own. Introduction In memory of Steve Fawcett It was a freezing January evening in 1997. At the old Bush Stadium in St. Louis, Missouri, a man by the name of Steve Fawcett was about to attempt a solo circumnavigation of the world by balloon. Since we were competitors, and I had not met him before, I decided to wish him luck and wave him off. To this day, the new-fangled world of extreme aviation is sustained by a very old-fashioned spirit of sportsmanship, and I was looking forward to shaking my rival's hand. When I arrived and saw the balloon, however, incredulity pushed every other thought out of my head. What madman, I wondered, would put their life at risk in this tub? It appeared to me to be one of the most primitive and gym-crack contraptions I had ever seen. This was no jet-stream surfer. This was a balloon built to suffer the outrages of regular, low-altitude weather. He expected to get around the world like this? In this? I got chatting with one of the ground staff, and I was just about to comment, not too favorably, on the whole enterprise, when a TV crew approached. Since the cameras were running, I reined myself in a bit. You know, I said, this guy must be even madder than me. 
The man nodded. Yeah, he sighed. He reached out his hand. I'm Steve Fawcett, he said. Steve was in his mid-fifties and had enjoyed a hugely successful career as a floor trader in Chicago when he decided to see what he was capable of. There was a period of time where I wasn't doing anything except working for a living, he told me. I became very frustrated with that and finally made up my mind to start getting back into things. Between the mid-1990s and his death in 2007, Steve broke about 130 world records, 93 of them in planes, balloons and airships, 23 of them in yachts. He climbed most of the world's highest mountains. He swam the English Channel. He learned to glide and, with co-pilot Terry Delore, broke 10 of the 21 glider open-class records. He learned how to fly a balloon.